So this weekend, we're going to look into James chapter 3 to talk more about our words. And we're going to unpack this entire passage. So are you ready? Let's go to James chapter 3, verse 1 to verse 2. The Bible says here, Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. So the Bible teaches us that if we could control our words, we would be perfect. So the word perfect over here is not the same as our modern understanding of the word perfect. The word perfect in the original Greek language is this word called teleos. And teleos means to be complete in moral character, to be mature. So if we could control our words, we will be mature. So all of us here, we want to be spiritually mature. It starts by having control over our words. A mature Christian has mastery over his or her words. A sign of a mature Christian is mastery and self-control over his or her words. So as we grow in God, we will learn how to use our words wisely. We will learn when to speak and also when to stay silent. We will use our words to make a difference. We will learn how to control our words. This weekend, I want to share with you about the power of our words. So I'm excited about that. Are you guys excited? Yes. So through James chapter 3, we want to learn about the power of our words. Our words are powerful. Our words have tremendous impact and influence over our lives. So let's go back to James chapter 3, verse 3 to verse 5. And the Bible says here, we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. So we can see the power of our words. And today I want to share with you a few reasons why our words are powerful. Firstly, my words are powerful because my words direct my future. My words, your words, direct our future. It shapes our lives. And right over here, we can see two interesting illustrations. The Bible talks about the horse and the ship. You think about it, both the horse and the ship are large and huge. A horse weighs around 400 to 1,000 kilograms. So it's huge but it's controlled by a small, tiny bit in its mouth. The rider can control the mighty horse by a tiny piece of matter placed strategically over its mouth. The next example is a ship. The largest cargo ships can be 400 meters in length and it can carry up to 24,000 containers. So that is really huge many containers, and these are your Taobao deliveries, right? 
So interestingly, a huge ship, yet it is steered by a rudder that is small in comparison to the entire ship. The little rudder keeps the ship on course in the middle of the ocean. The rudder keeps the ship on course in the midst of the winds, the waves, and in the ocean. So in the same way, our mouth is small compared to our entire body. Look at yourself, right? Our mouths are so small compared to our entire physical body. But it steers the direction of our lives through our words. That's why our words are so important. And the Bible says that the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. So we got to use our words wisely. You can change the course of your life by changing the choice of your words. So our words will determine the course of our lives. Our words will direct our future. Think about your own life. Think about where you want to be 5, 10, 15 years from now. It starts by having the right conversation. It starts by using the right words in your life. If you don't like where your life is hated, start by changing the choice of your words. If you are always talking about quitting, you know what? You will quit in a matter of time. If you are always talking about giving up, that is too difficult, that you can't solve the problem, you know what? You will never solve the problem. If you are always going, oh man, it's too difficult. How am I ever going to solve this problem? If that is your speech, you will never solve the problems in your life. On the other hand, if you speak faithful words, if you say all things are possible, if you believe that God is with you and God can give you wisdom to solve your problems, then you know what? You will likely solve the problems in your life. So my words direct my future. Even psychology has proven there is tremendous power in our words. So a team of psychologists, they visited 60 companies and they transcribed every word in their business meetings. They then analyzed each sentence for positive or negative words and they worked out the ratio for positive to negative statements. And their results were very interesting. Their conclusion was, Companies with better than 3 is to 1 ratio for positive to negative statements are flourishing. Below that ratio, companies are not doing well economically. Isn't this interesting? That companies who are speaking life, they have a positive culture, are doing much better than companies who are negative. Than companies who are always speaking negative, discouraging words. So our words matter. Our words are really important. We cannot take our words lightly. If you want to see a difference in your life, start by changing your words. If you want to see a difference in your company, start by being the agent of change and start to speak life. If you want to see a difference in your family, start by speaking life to your parents. For all the parents, you've got to speak life to your children. If you are taking your major exams this year, instead of saying how stressed out you are, 
instead of saying how difficult it's going to be, have faith. Start believing that with God, all things are possible. Start saying that I will conquer my math. I will conquer my science. I will do well in my history. Because with God, I am an overcomer. So create an environment of praise. Create an environment of using faith-filled words. And you know, for Pastor Nina and myself, one of the things that we love to do is to pray for Alethea. So a lot of times, you know, we will go to her and we will pray for her. And it's really funny because whenever we pray for her, uh, she would think that we are talking to her. <laughs> so as we are praying for her, we say, God, I bless Alethea. I pray that she will grow up loving Jesus to be on fire. And then she will talk back at us. And she'll be like making baby noises. She'll be like having a conversation with us. So it's really, really interesting that she thought that we are talking to her and conversing with her. And so for all the parents here, we got to pray for our children. We got to speak life over them. Because my words direct my future. The second reason I want to share with you is this. My words are powerful because my words can damage my life. My words can damage my life and the lives of others. Look at James chapter 3, verse 5 to verse 8 again. The Bible says here, But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless, evil, full of deadly poison. So my words can damage my life. So James gives another illustration of our words. A tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. So Australia, unfortunately, they experienced one of the most devastating bushfires late last year. So it happened from November 2019 to Feb 2020. An area larger than the size of South Korea, roughly 31.1 million acres, was being burned. Sadly, over 3,000 homes have been damaged or destroyed, and people even lost their life. So it's a really sad thing, and you can see how a fire can spread like wildfire, how it can damage and destroy things. This is the same with our words. A careless word can destroy my life and your life. Gossips, half-truths, rumors, they can spread like wildfire. It can damage and destroy somebody's reputation. You know, gossip is like fire. It can spread like wildfire and wreak havoc. So we've got to use our words for good and not for evil. It's been said, the tongue has no bones, but it's strong enough to break a heart. So be careful with your words. Isn't that true? Our tongue has no bones, but it is strong enough to break a heart. It can hurt somebody, damage somebody. So we got to use our words wisely. So there's a story about a young man who lived in a village. And because of envy and jealousy, 
he wanted to spread rumors about another guy in the village. So he started spreading rumors about the other person. And in the end, because of all the rumors and gossips, it damaged the reputation of the other person. He totally destroyed the other guy's life. And then later on, through a series of events, he realized that he was wrong. He realized that the rumor he was passing on was false. So he felt bad about it, and he went to the pastor of the village to ask for forgiveness. And he said, Pastor, can I be forgiven? Then the pastor said, Okay, you want to be forgiven? Let me give you this task. So the pastor told him to take a bag of feathers and to go into every home in the village and to put one feather in front of every home. He thought it was a strange instruction, but he said, okay, I'll do it. So he went to every house in the village and he put a feather. After he finished everything, he went back to the pastor and said, you know what, I have completed the task. Can I now be forgiven? The pastor looked at him and said, oh no, not so fast yet. Now I want you to go back to every single home and to pick up all the feathers. This guy, he looked at the pastor and said, you are crazy. That's absurd. How am I going to pick up every feather? By the time I'm there, the wind carried them all away. The pastor looked at him and smiled. This is what happens with our words. How to God church, this is what happens with our words. Once it is spoken, we cannot take it back again. Once it is spoken, the damage is already done. That is why we cannot use our words for evil. That is why we should not spread gossips, rumors, half-truths. We should use our words to glorify Jesus. And in fact, in our church, in your CG, in your family, you've got to protect and treasure what you have. Do not allow half-truths and gossips to destroy your connect group. If you hear any gossips, you've got to stop it. Instead, for all of us in our CG, we should encourage each other. We should build one another up. We should use our words to bring life and not death. So our words are powerful because my words can damage my life. So we got to use our words wisely. Can I move on? Finally, my words are powerful because my words reveal my character. Our words reveal what's on the inside of us. Look at James again in verse 9 to verse 12. The Bible says here, Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. So right here we can see that my words reveal my character. It reveals what's going on on the inside. And the Bible gives this illustration that you cannot draw fresh water out of a salty spring you get salty water out of a salty spring. Yeah. The Bible talks about trees as well. A fig tree will produce figs. Yeah. It will not produce olives. Yeah. It's like a durian tree. It will produce durians and not oranges. Yeah. 
if you are a durian lover, it would be a nightmare if your durian tree produces oranges, right? <laughs> so the source is very important. And so it reveals what's on the inside of you. Likewise, whatever is inside your heart will overflow in your speech and in your words. So if your heart is full of bitterness, your words will be bitter. If your heart is full of hatred, guess what? Your words will be full of hatred. You will always be putting people down. If your heart is full of anger, your words will be angry. You're always scolding people. But on the other hand, if your heart is full of joy, your words will be joyful. If your heart is full of faith, your words will be faith-filled. So it reveals what's on the inside. My words reveal my character. And no wonder the Bible says this in Luke chapter 6, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's inside your heart will be revealed in your speech. So it reveals what's going on on the inside. So church, what is the condition of your heart? What is inside? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking about? Is it filled with jealousy, hatred, bitterness? Or is your heart filled with faith, hope, and love? Because my words reveal my character. So as we close this series, why don't you begin to reflect on the words in your life? Why don't you do a word audit of your life? Think about your words for the past whole year in 2020. Think about your words for the last few months. Take stock. What kind of words have you been speaking? If you realize that a lot of your speeches are negative, then you've got to relook into your heart and ask God to change you, to grow you. Because our words reveal my character. So how of God Church, what is God speaking to you over the past few weeks? What areas do you need to change in? How can we grow to be more Christ-like in our speeches, in our words? So in summary, we learn the power of our words. My words are powerful because number one, my words direct my future. Number two, my words can damage my life. Number three, my words reveal my character. So church, we learn about the power of our words. And let's use our words to make a difference. Let's use our words to edify, to testify, and to glorify Jesus. You have reached the end of the sermon. We pray that you've been blessed by the Word of God. To find out more about us, you can log on to www.heartofgodchurch.org or connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at HOGC.